0: I ride shit. Most city, baby, they don't love the let down while you hating on the progress Woo-hoo. i'm a humble nigga i don't even pipe shit what I, do? I just try to make back through the pipe
1: shit and still praise you i ain't even dry Whoa. shit Whoa. Hello, and welcome to Soul Friend with myself, Gaia Woods, and my lovely co-host for today, returning co-host, Miss Christy Baltazar. Hi, Christy. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm going to turn up our levels so that we don't have to quite talk as loud. Let's say, do, do, do. testing. Testing. Sounds testing. Good. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds okay. rich. Cool. Rich. Ooh. Rich. I'm using rich. my sexy radio. Voice.
2: I've been told I to have a sultry radio
1: voice. So oh, I'm really? i really? playing it up today. Ooh, that sounds good. Here, I'm just going to like adjust so I can like, look at you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look at me. Why don't wanna, you look I, at me? I know. I want to <laughs> stare into your eyes. So
2: <laughs> also, we're intimate this
1: way. <laughs> I know. Also, we both have uh bangs, I was noticing. sure true. My bangs yeah. are off the hook. I'm
2: trying to go for that like 70 swoopy
1: thing. Your bangs thing. are getting nice and long. you got like the side sweep going. Yeah, it's I've been working good. on
2: re- doing the claw i think i'm gonna bring back the claw what's the claw the claw was this thing that i did when i was a kid where you like would pull up your hair and spray it and then it's also known as the waterfall Ooh. you just kind of like spray it up like ed Grimley and let the length hang oh
1: that's so it's got like a
2: yeah like is like something about mary like it's very effect. like endless summer like you need a barrette that looks like a surfer in <laughs> yeah. there somewhere yeah. sounds good that'll be the scene kid
1: look with I the surfer barrette yeah with the surfer barrette <laughs> specifically yeah
2: and then there was even like a moment like in the 80s like more like 1988 89 where you'd kind of feather the back of the waterfall Ooh. yeah i think the waterfall actually was the original and then it morphed into the claw which is more like 90s it's kind of like goth
1: i'm so sad i missed all of this
2: we can bring it back we can bring it back that's true
1: yeah Yeah. i'm committed to having these bangs for another year by the way they're good bangs I decided while I'm in grad school I'm gonna have bangs so that it like demarcates this portion of my life. So Those are the bangs this is years. this is this is the bangs years studying. Got the bangs. It'll be
2: ambiguous. It's People good. won't know what it means <laughs> when you say that. You're like it means whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, um, there's a crying baby in the background, which makes me wonder like. Who's got a baby at Keichung? I don't know. Why is there? This is not is there, a baby friendly. This isn't friendly a baby friendly space. space. <laughs> this
2: is like a fucking excuse my language nightmare if you have a baby. I know. This is Everything the place where is babies like slightly go sticky. To die. Yeah. Yeah. Or like pokey or like yeah. broken or yeah. like bare wires in the wall. Yeah. Is that blood?
1: That does look like blood on the wall, but I, I feel think like it's it's paint. paint, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true oh man okay well if anyone wants to call in I should give out the number Um, if you have any love dating relationship sex questions please call us at 213-54 L O V E zero yeah so we've got some questions Um, I kind of okay so I'm taking now I don't usually talk about um, school on here a ton because it's like a separate portion of my life and, Mm and yeah um, but, okay, I'm taking a class right now that's really interesting. And it's all about, um, like, well, it's called transference and countertransference, eros in the psyche, which is basically, it's discussing um, when you're practicing therapy and your patients sort of start to feel erotic feelings towards you or you start to feel erotic feelings towards them, things like that. So basically, the, the point is to sort of, like, destigmatize that from happening and to sort of, like, open up... Um, you know, a dialogue about it so that you don't become, you know, in an an ethical situation or, you know, so, yeah. So basically, what's the most interesting part of the class is that I've really, like, redefined my thinking on the idea of Eros in general Uh to not just include, like, sexual sort of manifestations, And it's so interesting like so basically i was
2: wondering when this was gonna come up when this is gonna come up just like the
1: expansion of the idea of like of what do you mean
2: well when like the like sex part of your psychology training was gonna come in yeah so i actually have a friend whose mother is a certified sex therapist so cool Yeah, yeah and we've known each other for a really long time and so like it always kind of works its way into conversation because my friend is also like a very sexual being a lot of her work is about sexuality and the yeah. erotic and like mm-hmm. the really broad stretches of those terms. So I'm like, like,
1: yeah, yeah. Tell me more. Well, okay. So basically, I mean, I have this little thing, this little um, bit of reading that I can read. I guess it's not that long. I'm always trying to figure out if it's boring to read on the radio, but I'll just read a little bit. So there's um, this reading from John Ryan Hole. I don't know how to pronounce his name, who's a Jungian al- uh, analysis um, analyst rather. And he just says, he's just basically talking about eros in the psyche. So here, I'll read this a little bit. So he says, to some degree, whenever we speak of the erotic, we refer to eros. But even the Greeks did not name the same psychic force every time they invoked the god. In the earliest texts, he is the son of chaos and represents the attractive force behind friendship, marriages, and the creation of cities. Later, he is the son of Aphrodite and embodies lust. We too refer to a broad spectrum of psychological experiences when we speak of eros. When eros is spoken of in this way, there is no suggestion of sexual feelings. What is meant is a general interpersonal vitality. Without this kind of eros, couples and groups are sluggish and dispirited. If we say there is a lack of passion, we imply that our life together as human beings is barely tolerable without it. In the language of the archetypal field, which is just like Jungian talk, um, eros is what animates our meetings and gives them soul but the experiential realities this name evokes are very well known by everyone even the persona field is aware which again right. yeah persona Orton. young no, no. yeah he's great but like we don't yeah. need to um even the persona field is aware that encounters are sometimes lively and sometimes moribund moribund i don't know what that means uh, we speak or when it's we like speak flat and like oh, okay not nothing yeah Um, That makes sense. Um, I think this might be a typo on my part, even though I was, like, copying and pasting. But it says, when we speak, we meant that we are engaged, moved, drawn in. So, basically, it's just talking about, like, an expansion of the idea of, sort of, connectivity. And that Eros basically just means, like, you know, gets your, like, creative juices flowing. And, like, it gets you feeling inspired and connected. And that, that often, sort of, reflects, like, within therapy. And, like, that's why, like, I'm learning about it. It reflects as people sort of projecting their own sort of like sexualized feelings onto people because maybe they're not used to sort of experiencing that sort of passion with people that they don't have like a romantic exchange with. And so patients often fall in love with their therapist because their therapists are, you know, changing their lives so much, even though they're not doing anything. We're just like (laughs) sitting there holding space and then like allowing there to be change. But I just thought that was really interesting to sort of like broaden the idea of connectivity because that's so much of like friendship and you know mutual exchanges and it doesn't mean that there's any like physical or like erotic in the sense of sexual exchange that's inherent in that so i just thought that was really interesting yeah i think
2: that's really i mean i've been thinking about that a lot because um i uh i just keep hearing this term like romantic friendships And I'm like, is that just a nice way of saying fuck buddies or like friends with
1: benefits? (laughs) I wonder. And I'm
2: like, it kind of is just like a nicer way to say that, in my point of view. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's funny too because like I was thinking, I mean, and that's that sounds incredibly judgmental of me, and I will just say for the record that whatever makes you happy makes me happy.
1: Totally. And do you think in in that case,
2: safe and like you know actually healthy for you in the long run like I'm all for it yeah um what were you gonna ask
1: oh no um you said that people are talking about romantic friendships do you think that in that case that they mean like friends with benefits in terms of like oh my friend that I also sleep with or do you think think so or
2: like at least like make out with yeah because I've asked a few friends that like use that term a lot and they're like oh I'm in this very romantic friendship with this person blah 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 and I'm like what, does, what that does that mean, mean? <laughs> i've never heard i that. was like <laughs> a lot of my friendships are very romantic my friends yeah. are very charming they do yeah. really like my best friend is like such a charmer yeah you know like totally. and he's just like he's the best like our first like connection as friends was like we called it like a mouthgasm because we shared this like Aww. butterscotch <laughs> cupcake and we were just like <laughs> hold my hand it's so good oh that's you so know sweet but yeah. like in terms of, like, having a sexual connection, like, right. that's just not on the table. And we've talked right. about it a lot because people are always like, ooh, Christy and Doug, Doug right. and Christy. And yeah. we're both, like, it's not like It's not sexual. Guys, like, at yeah. all. We're just, like, in there tight. Yeah. You know? And, like... Totally. But, yeah, the whole, like, discussion of, like, eros in relationship to a patient and a, mm-hmm. a therapist, like, I just feel like when you allow yourself to be vulnerable... Mm-hmm. with somebody else right. or for somebody else even more mm-hmm. that's really that it, I think that is like the thing
1: yeah well yeah. that's what makes therapy work is like when there is true I mean yeah. this is just my opinion of course as is this whole show but like <laughs> that's what make ther- makes therapy work is when you love your patients in some way that doesn't have to mean like love with a capital L right. but that you care for them that you truly like believe in their spirit and their soul and like you know there's some level of like mutual sort of like giving and receiving that's like very warm and like respectful and like all these wonderful things you know otherwise I don't think that like you could be a good therapist if you don't care or like you know I've heard other um, teachers that I have talking about how if they don't feel some amount of sort of like love or connectivity to their clients that they can't do therapy with them because they can't help them like they have to Like them in some way in order to be able to like be like open and receptive in a way that they can be helpful and like do therapy, you know? Right. They're like, so yeah, it's not yeah, sorry, or just you know their skills aren't matched or whatever you need to say, but Mm -hmm. yeah, but also it's funny I've like had that experience too with. yeah with like not sharing a cupcake exactly but like just having super close friendships with other women and i've never been attracted to women or like you know that's never been a part of my sexuality but i've totally felt that sort of like really close like i just love this person and like i I think they're hot and beautiful and like i love touching them like their hands or you know not like in a super sexual way but just like they're soft and, like, pretty and they smell good and they make <laughs> me feel good and all these things, but it's not sexual, yeah, you know, you're so. Just like, I, just want, I just want to, like, touch you you're and, like, grease. maybe we'll hold a hand, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's like that, not even just when yeah. I was, like, a young girl. Like, this is, yeah. like, semi-recent, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I just well, like, I like that idea, you know, that, what well, were you going to say, sorry? Oh, I was going to say,
2: and I think, like, women are allowed that kind of stuff in yeah. certain ways, you know? Like, That's And true. it's great. Like, I've started to, um... <clears throat> I'm trying to get my male friends to be more physically affectionate with each other. I know. I've been, like, having all these conversations with them about, like, okay, so as a male f- supporter of the feminist agenda, yeah, do you think that, um, <laughs> like, your emotions are valued as much as female emotions in public space? And they're like, what? That's such a great question. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, I've never thought about it. And Aww. I'm like, well, what, it, what would it look like?
1: yeah that's a good question like like what
2: if you have like a more vibrant public emotional life and they're like i don't know how to do that yeah oh isn't that so sad yeah and so like i think that's a space too like where like the erotic
1: can Mm. really
2: i i think it's like i'm like super into like that question of like what is the erotic like i'm really yeah. into an nin like i'm part of an erotic writers group oh cool like i love the story of eros and psyche yeah like, i'm obsessed with a little bit yeah you know i should and give you be- some of
1: my readings from my classes yeah, yeah
2: i would go down a wormhole it would be great <laughs> yeah yeah but it's funny because like yeah i just think it's really interesting because that like when i think about Like, when I think about my 20s, you know, like, I'm in my, I'm, like, 38 now, Mm -hmm. and so all of my, a lot of my friends are, like, pairing off into these little groups, and like, the little couple with a baby now, and this little group over here, and like, you don't have that like posse Mm -hmm. that you did in your 20s and like i was like why am i missing the posse so much like what is it about the posse yeah it's because you're like drumming up all this feeling for each other together and it's like always there yeah you know you're just like walking in this thick blanket of i guess we could say
1: arrows 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 you
2: know yeah where
1: it's like i mean we're all social creatures you know there is like such power and like connectivity and i think that's also why you know, feeling isolated from your community or like Mm -hmm. from your friend group or whatever it is, is so devastating and feels so lonely and terrifying, you know, because like, it's so wonderful to have that sort of group. So yeah, 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 I totally also like when you're talking about how like men don't have as much sort of freedom to express their emotions, um, you know, like sports and the military and other sort of like structured ways for there to be an emotional expression, I think is like a good example of illustrating that desire that does exist within men to be connected and to slap each other on the butts if they're playing sport or to, right. you know, be really touchy and really affectionate and really supportive and really vocal yeah. in this way that's like socially acceptable, you know, right. but you would never see the type of like brotherly love that goes on, you know, with people who are in combat together or, who are, you know, playing sports together. Right. Just between people walking down the street or, like, in a normal, you know, it's not acceptable. Yeah, there's not a culturally. lot of, like,
2: dudes, like, walking down the street with their arm around their bro. No,
1: that doesn't happen. Which I
2: would be like, that's cool. Yeah, totally.
1: they're butts. are butts, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, right totally. Huh? So, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about that. Let's Talk about little arrows in the psyche. That's interesting. Right? I thought yeah. it was, yeah. Also, it kind of justifies to <laughs> myself um, <laughs> my own, because sometimes I find myself... Like, yearning to spend time with other male friends of mine outside of my relationship, not in a sexual way. Right. And, but it's more, it's more than just a casual, sort of superficial friendly encounter. And I feel like, am I, like, is that, what, like, is that bad that I, like, want this? Yeah, am I, like, emotionally cheating right now? And it's not. It's just that, like, there's some, you know, and I've never actually, like, felt bad about it, but I'm kind of like, wait, is this okay? You know, I I ask myself the question. And it's really just that, like, there's... I'm activated in a wonderful way, like, by my exchanges with other people, and that that's totally acceptable and fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it is to my partner as well, you know. I would hope that your partner
2: would want that for you. Oh, totally. You know, because, like... The people that want to be the one and only everything to you that yeah what scares me so now yeah <laughs> i don't like, think
1: that <laughs> my boyfriend would want to do that at be all like yeah <laughs> like, i don't want that <laughs> yeah that's too much pressure for sure yeah <laughs> yeah um i'm just looking at our text oh this is a voice memo but i don't think it's about soul friend i'm gonna skip it okay 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 More um questions today i know we have some good questions also i brought in playboy maybe we'll talk about playboy a little bit later in the show sure. i just kind of wanted to do like a baby review of it and like look at it yeah so we can do that like mid i'll we'll take already a question so break there's so the much cover. to say about the cover i know we'll we'll like cap that for a moment though okay <laughs> let's do some questions so um someone asked Did Beyonce dump Jay Z? Did they break up? What's happening with them? Aren't they a killer example of a power couple? Beyonce is an independent woman and if he cheated and they stay together, what does that say about her? Do we lose respect for Beyonce if he cheats and she doesn't break up with him? Anonymous male. Okay. I actually don't know the answer to this question. I got it last night and I didn't have time to like research. But Do, do you know i mean i'm not like a celebrity researcher or you know but do you yeah, know i not i would don't say
2: i know about as much about this subject as i do about kim and kanye which is like none yeah I but don't, i can't I answer know, like, the second kids name. question possibly
1: are we gonna lose respect for her if he cheated yeah yeah
2: i mean and so this i so okay so taking another example that yeah. we know more about hillary clinton okay her husband cheated on her in a very public way
1: I was thinking about that when I got this question yeah
2: yeah Totally. so and I you know I do think that there is still a double standard in our society where a as an empowered woman it's an all-or-nothing scenario right he cheated I'm out right or it's a uh well, if he cheated, she must have done something wrong. She must not have been right. fulfilling her <laughs> wifely duties. Yeah. So that's kind of the Blame binary her. that I see. Yeah, totally. And I think... Like, her wifely
1: duties. Right? Oh, yeah, like, no, I've totally. I've literally
2: heard people say, like, well, why did Bill cheat on her? If she was a good wife, he wouldn't have cheated on her. And that's I'm like...
1: insane. He
2: has his own shit, guys. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh. I have no no loss of disrespect for her like she handled that thing very gracefully so yeah i would say well like, aside
1: from the fact that like obviously it's not our business and all that it is fun to like talk about these things and use them as sort of archetypes of like what's happening right, in a larger sense of, you like know? a
2: social construct yeah of male and female totally. relationships and marriage yeah. and like i i mean i've had people incredibly hurt by this statement but Every time I've like, I've only entered into conversation about marriage with two different men. Yeah. And each time I've said, do you think cheating is an inevitable part of marriage infidelity? Yeah. Good and question. And they've all said no. Cause they know that I'm like a monogamous person. Yeah.
1: You asked this question in a relationship that you were in, in. Yeah. In a yeah.
2: conversation with somebody I'm in a relationship with where we're starting to talk about like possibility of marriage. Right. And every time I've said, is that true is that really you really truly believe that for the rest of our lives yeah there won't be any infidelities yeah and they're like yeah why do you doubt me and I'm like well cause it's, I'm always, a person. it's <laughs> always from their perspective
1: too it's not like um they don't take it on as like you saying that maybe you will treat like because like, the yeah. way that you said it was like do you think that there will ever be cheating like maybe I will maybe you will but it yeah. seems like they always respond have responded in a way that's like no I would never do that
2: yeah exactly right And I, and so, like, there's a lot in that. But I just, I always, I mean, I think infidelity is part of marriage. I really do. I feel like it can be. Yeah, I don't think it's an answer. Yeah. But I also don't think, like, you know, like, I'd also don't have an expectation that, like, again, I'm going to be the one and only. Yeah. You
1: know? Totally. Well, and then also, like, that there won't ever be. I mean, to me, I look at infidelity as a sign that there's something else that's going on in the relationship that's causing some sort of. You know one partner to feel a sort of lack and then to like seek you know whatever completion like of wherever they're feeling unnoticed or like you know because it usually is like oh I don't feel like my partner values me as much as they used to or something but like this new person like thinks I'm great let me sleep with them like that's my idea of cheating um which is of course just my opinion yeah that's one form that's one form for sure yeah um But or I think that's probably because that's like what I feel like would happen. I've talked I've said that to other people and they've been like, yeah, but what if you just like run into someone and like you, you feel like you're fine in your relationship, but then it seems like the right thing to do and you just want to make out with them in a hallway or sleep with them or something. Um, so there's many forms. Yeah. But I feel like saying that that's never going to happen is saying that there's never going to be any conflict within a relationship. And right. that seems unrealistic, you know? Yeah. And so. I also
2: feel like leaving the window open for it to be a possibility leaves the conversation open for um, right. resolving it before it happens if somebody right. wants
1: to. Totally. You know? Which I think is healthy in all fronts. I mean, that's yeah. why, like i'm taking a whole class on like erotic transference in therapy it's so that like when that comes up i have tools to like assess and discuss and like approach it and don't just freak out if it happens or sleep with one of my clients or something terrible you know (laughs) lose my license let me
2: make him feel better with sex (laughs) yeah from me (laughs) from me
1: it's therapeutic (laughs) Uh, he thinks i'm so great yeah
2: (laughs) i just got certified (laughs) 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 certified with my last
1: client so
2: the question do we lose respect for her so the question
1: do we lose respect for her I don't think that we do if she wants to stay I mean that seems I I understand where it's coming from but I also feel like you know it's so complicated if they want to resolve it in a way that they feel good about it then it's not fair to blame her you know what I mean that doesn't seem fair yeah I think
2: the long and short of it is if you love somebody you let them make their own decisions
1: right yeah and yeah. then and then you evaluate for yourself so i think that again it's sort of it's tricky because it's fun to talk about like i love talking about you know Dishin. bill clinton and you know whatever yeah but it's also like i don't fucking know like i don't i can't yeah. know what beyonce is feeling you know she's singing about it in her songs you know yeah. okay so i did see that like my knowledge of the subject is limited but i did see um, a post from the VMAs of her and she was performing and she was talking in her song, all which is from Lemonade. Right. It's like not new news. But you know, she was saying like, how dare you cheat on me? I loved you so much. Like how, you know, I should have known. Like all these things that right. are like her sort of anger. So, I don't know. Like I wouldn't, if that was my husband, I probably wouldn't take it to this sort of public space and process it that way. But if she wants mm-hmm. to process it that way and then stay with him, then great. If she wants to process it that way and then, like, have them break up, I don't, fine, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, I always question, though, like, if that's...
1: Like a publicity stunt? Well,
2: no, if that's, like, uh, you know, like, when I do comedy, it's, like, 10% truth. Right. And 90%, like, you know, my fantasy of, like, it going really well or really bad. Right. But it's mostly not truth, and people get so offended. They're, like, how dare you say you had this, that, or the other, like you know like emotional people... neglect as a child and i'm like it just makes it funnier. Oh, right it's not true right yeah you know it's just it's like setting an extreme to go like so i'm wondering yeah. if like how much of like the lyrics in that song are like based on
1: her actual experience yeah
2: experience or whether it's you know there's i don't know yeah i just feel
1: I like know. we can't now yeah i don't care honestly.
2: but i don't know Sorry. yeah i don't I, know
1: i'm like just deal with your shit yeah guys. <laughs> Totally. But I think it's true, though. I don't think there should be a double standard in yeah. terms of, like, blaming. No. The, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. How about... do This is a short one. Is it better to text my BF something that's on my mind and bothering me or wait to see him face-to-face if I know I'm going to see him within a day, for example? Anonymous. Um... Okay, wait, what does it say? Is it better to text my BF something that's on my mind and bothering me or wait to see him face-to-face if I know I'm going to see him within a day, for example? I feel like face-to-face is always better, right?
2: I would agree, but I would also say if it's a, if it's a really big thing, giving people a heads-up yeah, is really nice.
1: Yeah, that's true. Just to
2: say, like, hey, man, something's been bothering me. I'd really like to talk to you about it.
1: Right. And that can I also ask... be the worst, though, like when you get that text and then you know you're not no. going to see them. So I don't know. I agree that it's nice to like let people know. Yeah. But like, I feel like it depends on. Okay, I feel like if it's like,
2: well, they were kind of weird with you. Yeah,
1: maybe tell them. Yeah, maybe like give them a heads up that's specific because I think that's what I'm responding to. That's the like the worst is when someone's like, hey, I've got something on my mind. Uh, I'm excited. Like I. I really need to talk to you about it. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. It's like, what's going on? Like, Maybe, that's yeah, terrible. <laughs> exactly.
2: Okay, so what's the copy on this text? So super excited to hang out with you tomorrow. If we could take a few minutes at the beginning to talk about blank. Yeah, to that'd talk be about,
1: rad. you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't like know what's bothering her. It. Yeah. Just Just soft pitch it in yeah, there. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that I don't, I'm not a fan of the whole, like, texting to figure things out if it's a real thing it doesn't work like you can't translate tone you can't be understanding you can't like express your own discomfort in a way that makes sense you know usually it looks scary
2: like I've been I learned that the hard way oh yeah yeah because I've been like a really emotional texter with
1: couple people yeah is that because that just like seems like an easy form of communication or because they didn't want to like talk to you on the phone or like meet or what
2: well it's partially because they weren't available to meet face-to-face right and it's partially because like I'm a writer and so I express Mm -hmm. myself better that way right so what I've what I've been able to do in the past is be like I try to call people and then like one person (laughs) I was like, I don't know how to talk about this on the phone. Yeah. And I don't know how to talk about it in person because I just, like, feel weird and, like, embarrassed. I was like, so can I text you some stuff and then we can have a phone conversation about it? And he was like, sure, whenever you need to.
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that was really... Yeah, texting emotional stuff is not going to get you the result you desire.
1: Yeah, I don't think so, in general. But I also like your approach of, like, if you feel like it's not going to work for you and you feel like it's too challenging to bring up you know face-to-face or on the phone than yeah doing it the way that it makes sense to you and that's nice that your partner was receptive to that so, yeah yeah He's a really gracious person that's nice yeah but yeah <laughs> good for him yeah um but yeah I think in general waiting to see face-to-face that's my advice with this one yeah, yeah totally Face face. to face-to-face also I'm a big fan of not I mean not not holding someone in mind when you're not around them but I like to just be focused on what I'm focused on you know and I mean I guess that's maybe that's insensitive if there's something that's really bothering you and you're not going to see this person for a day or like she says for a day right um, maybe call them or something but like yeah. I just like to get things out of the way so that I can focus on, on what I'm doing like I don't like to stew and like you know like that doesn't seem yeah uh, yeah, rumination yeah rumination kills yeah rumination kills. Yeah um okay next question um this one's complicated oof okay um it says i had an exchange with a married man the other day that was awkward i almost accidentally kissed him while saying hello it happened as we were saying hi to each other and i think it may have been partially my fault i feel very comfortable around him like he's an old friend I've known for years. He even reminds me of my boyfriend a bit. So for a second, I almost forgot what was happening and kissed him while greeting him because it felt natural. To be clear, he is married and I have a serious boyfriend and no intention of forming any kind of non-professional relationship with him. We work together occasionally and maintain a professional relationship, but there is also an aspect of friendship to our relationship. I guess my question is, do you think it is inappropriate to have warm feelings towards someone you work with? Or I wonder if he would hire me if he didn't also like me as a person and if that even matters. Basically, what kind of professional friendship boundaries seem appropriate in a professional sphere? Complicated, right?
2: (laughs) I just think they're overthinking it yeah i think you just have to make a joke about it and move on be like hey remember that time i accidentally almost kissed you because you remind me of my boyfriend yeah you could do that (laughs) like do i remind you of your wife awesome yeah like just make a joke and go on
1: i think that's a good idea yeah 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 Yeah. i think um and i always
2: hire people that i like right I, i go straight for the people i like first Yeah, you're not going to want to work with people who you
1: don't, you know, I think it's totally fine. I don't think that it's bad to work with people that you have warm feelings for. And I don't think that you're just going to be hired in a cheapened way. I think the question is maybe, like, is she wondering if he's, like, attracted to her in this way that's inappropriate and if that's okay or something. But I feel like she would know if it was, like, sexually sort of, like energetically inappropriate or something you know if she yeah. was like getting weird flirty vibes that she was uncomfortable with
2: i'm also like so. wondering like was it like almost a kiss on the cheek or almost a kiss on the mouth or was it one of those things yeah. where you're like we both hug to the right like we both hug the same that direction All the time. where you're like whoops yeah
1: heads. yeah yeah totally <laughs> right because that can like happen to anybody that happens yeah, all the time, to me all the time. I'm, like oh yeah. i
2: guess like most people aren't <laughs> left head huggers like, oh. wait which way do i i go i go, most I go for go the, the, the right
1: I go for, like, let's see, that would be your right cheek.
2: So oh, I go like that. We'd totally kiss. We, we would totally kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Be like, I know. Oh, no. Know. You remind me of my... my it's a romantic Boyfriend, friendship. girlfriend. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. I think that's great advice, I think just saying it and making light of it. I mean, maybe it's too late for that. Um, it sounds like it already happened. But I think it's not a big deal, and I think... It's great that you have warm feelings and that they do as well, that he does as well. And yeah, I think your boundaries are fine. I think it's fine. Yeah.
2: Right. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Right. And yeah. if it happens again, just lean back and be like, ooh, your breath smells like marriage. <laughs> Good one. Move
1: on. Great one. Yeah. go. Love
2: it. Your breath smells I'm put, like marriage. I'm put that in my pocket
1: <laughs> for next time. Yeah. Oh my god. I hope I get a chance to use that. Tell me if That's you do. Great. I want to know. Oh, I know. It'd be wonderful. <laughs> uh, man, I actually had that happen though, where like a married person, like, well, it wasn't that bad, but like it was definitely inappropriate, and yeah. I just called him out and was like aren't you married like but I okay the thing is is that I questioned myself and I was like well maybe he's in an open marriage like I don't know right the, and so I was like okay let's not like you know assume the worst be angry at him for like disrespecting his wife by coming on to me so I like responded to him and was like I thought like are you're married right like what's the and I kind of like posed it as a question and was like yeah. what are the parameters of that you know and then he totally was, like, embarrassed. So I, so I was kind of right, you know. But I was, like, not a got carried I was, like, away yeah, by your wild charms. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I should have used the... It's your breath smells fault. like marriage. Yeah.
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> my fault.
1: Oh, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. your fault for being totally, so charming. Totally my fault, yeah. <laughs> People just can't resist. Um, okay. Let's do... Okay, well, let's do one more question, then let's talk about Playboy. Okay. Um... Okay, do, 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 which one do I want to do? Let's see. <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying to figure out.
2: I'm going to just check on this thing while i oh, yeah. getting the question. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm looking at these questions. We're checking on our archive. We're station managing our own show today. Hooray. Looking good, looking good. Still going. Still going, yay. Okay, this question is, um, short but like complicated it just says what does love teach us about work or work about love it's so open-ended I'm not sure how to answer that but I like thinking about the balance between work and love and relationships so hmm yeah I don't know do you have any thoughts on that sort of just like a go well, choose your own path question yeah
2: here we go yeah um work and love
1: hmm or what? Do, yeah. Boy. What does love teach us about work, or work about love? Well, I mean,
2: hmm. I don't think anybody would deny that love is work. Like,
1: oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um,
2: but I think where the work takes place mm-hmm. is the confusion. Mm-hmm. You know, like usually I feel like the work that needs to be done in my love relationships is actually in myself Mm -hmm. that that's the most useful and effective place yeah and then I feel like in my work work I mean it's kind of the same like when I'm really in a space where I'm being myself and like bringing my best bits to the table Mm hmm um, and by that I mean my boobs. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my best little bits. My best bits. <laughs> my best bits. My best feature. Yeah. My best quality. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and by that I mean no, just kidding. Flirting <laughs> 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 my way into financial success. <laughs> just
1: kidding just kidding oh, but when
2: I'm fully engaged and when I I mean again like maybe I'm like obsessed with vulnerability right now but like when mm-hmm. I really like put myself out there, yeah to be my best self mm-hmm. my work is better so totally. I love it more mm-hmm. I feel very enriched by it mm-hmm. and I kind of have a similar relationship to my love relationships when I'm really there mm-hmm. and willing to do my share. Of work, yeah, and responsibility taking and like awareness of (sighs) the other. So hard, yeah. Then my love relationships are better and they don't feel like so much work, right? Yeah,
1: I don't know. What do you think? think? That's a good
2: answer. Do you have another perspective?
1: No, I mean I pretty much share your perspective. Um, Yeah, I also think that I guess the only thing that like I would add to that is just that I feel like if it's too much work in a relationship and you feel like it's not productive or you feel as though you're constantly sort of battling with the other person in this way where yeah. you feel like you're really doing your work, but maybe they're not doing their work or they're not providing you with space to speak about whatever's bought, you know, like if yeah. it just feels like too much work, you know, yeah. then I don't think that that should be a relationship that is upheld because it doesn't no. seem like it should be that much work. But I totally agree Oh, and it's just so frustrating the whole like we have to work on ourselves within relationships thing is infuriating to it me. is so like so oh. terrible oh god like i still have the worst nightmares about relationships like all the, like i'm in a lovely relationship i think that i'm in a great like i'm super happy yeah but like and, and i guess i'm like qualifying by saying that to explain that i don't think that my nightmares are triggered by my relationship. I think they're just entirely my own shit that I'm, like, processing in my life. Yeah. And I have these terrible nightmares all the time and, like, about, like, vulnerability and trust and, like, boom, banded and, like, all these things and it's just so infuriating, you know, and also... The boyfriend is often in the dreams doing terrible things to me. And I'm just like, that's not him. It's not him. But I'm just like, really? Like, do I still need to keep working on this shit? Like, I guess I do. But it's so it's funny that like, yeah, I think that. Your own sort of processing within a relationship come like can come out in funny ways because I feel like I put in the time during my like actual waking consciousness yeah and then I think my unconscious is sort of like but there's still all these things that you're not paying attention to I'm gonna give you some nightmares tonight and I'm like really can Ugh. I
2: just stuff it down again can I just like
1: dream about rainbows and ponies for like one <laughs> night and, like flying or something I don't know
2: <laughs> right and then the rainbow you know. is like like you know secretly a razor blade and you're like, no yeah. I
1: I know exactly <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so I think that I think that's a great way to put it though that relationships can teach us about working on ourselves and that that's like a big part of it and like your perception of like what that work needs to be in a relationship should be informed by your own sort of like taking responsibility for your mm-hmm. role in the relationship and all those things um, yeah and I then, mean my best, yeah. my
2: best relationships have made me a much better person Yeah, you know and like to have that real, even my worst relationships have made me a much better person. Like, mm-hmm. my hope is that I'm single right now and it's like by choice, mm-hmm. taking a little break. Sounds good. Yeah. Ooh. A little sexual sobriety. Ooh, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's not that dire. It's just like, term. But, um, but it's yeah. It's not that what? I said it's not that dire. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> but it's interesting, like, for me to think about, like, <clears throat> You know, like, um, yeah, like my like my goal, my relationship goal, Mm -hmm. is to be in a relationship with another person that's like autonomous, Mm -hmm. but also where them being them and you being you, like, helps each other be better versions of yourself, and that's probably like way romantic.
1: I don't think that's romantic. I don't think that
2: comes easy, but I just I think that's like like
1: partners. I think that's like a version of, like, a healthy partnership that, yeah. like, should be... Th- I don't think that's... that's should be I think gr- that's I good. think that's your goal. I think that's, like, like, a good goal. To be a
2: true version of yourself, you yeah. know, and let the other person be a true version of themselves. Yeah, totally. If it fits, great. If not...
1: Right. And I think, actually, like, I usually... I feel like I have conflicts with people if I feel like I'm not able to be my true self, and then sometimes I'll respond in a way that's, like, <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. You know, if, like, someone says something that's, like... <laughs> you know doesn't allow me to like express myself in a way that I feel is true to myself I can get a little bit like nasty oh, and defensive no. I'm because so I'm just like nasty. oh no no no, this is the way that like I am you don't understand you know right so like it's good to work on like saying those things in a more gentle tone sometimes you know because right. I'm so like I need to be myself you know but so, like it can be a little yeah, yeah I'm totally person it. like if
2: you don't like it then leave yeah
1: and people are threats like, everyone loves a threat
2: a really <laughs> gentle conversation and you're yeah. kicking me out and i'm like yeah
1: yeah <laughs> that's what you get and i don't get to be myself how yeah. dare you challenge my
0: ego <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> totally oh, sorry um, sorry No. <laughs> um but yeah but work about love i don't know i mean i think the same thing you said like in terms yeah. of enriching each other's lives i think that that carries over into your work life and professional right. fulfillment or whatever. I think it's like so similar to, you know, I yeah. think that like having a fulfilling relationship leads to having a fulfilling work life in the sense that like, you're going to be a whole person and then like are going to be more creative or like excited to do what you love to do, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. And so. I think
1: that that will help you find the thing that mm-hmm. you love to do. Totally. Like
2: that, that kind of completion and not constantly seeking to have something be like the thing that fixes the thing like there's right. always gonna be something to fix yeah there's always <laughs> plenty to do
1: yeah. <laughs> or have nightmares yeah. about All All right. Right. okay let's talk about playboy yeah. um okay so i don't know i just thought that it would be fun to have a section of this show where i talk about playboy <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do yeah. um okay i was amazed that it's got a nice matte Cover? Yeah, that's which very to me like contemporary. It's very contemporary and is very like quarterly issue type of like, you know, higher class than like I would expect from like a sexy magazine. Yeah, you would
2: think um, it would be like super glossy.
1: Yeah, it's not super glossy. It was also, let's see how much it was. $7.99, which after tax was like ten dollars, I feel like, or huh. nine something, which I was also surprised, but maybe magazines are just more expensive these days in I general. I think so. Um and then also it's and then I'll give it to you, but it's called the Freedom Issue. And it has, um, it says, State of America featuring all these people, all these comedians. And then it says, The Jokes That Set Us Free, starring Louis Black, Louis C.K., Joan Rivers, Chris Rock, Whitney Cummings, all these comedians. So, Hmm. um, and then it has an article about the conservative sex movement by Mr. Hugh Hefner himself. I might need to get that. Um, I was just thinking I should
2: write for Playboy.
1: (laughs) I feel like you should. And I feel like it's a wonderful. I have glowing reviews of this issue of playboy i haven't like read it cover to cover but yeah tell me what your
2: well so i just want to talk about the cover first of all yeah we should probably tell people what it is so the cover is a woman from it's a woman's body obviously and it's from just below the breasts to the top of the thighs Mm -hmm. and the issue title is Uh, I guess sort of like silk screened onto a pair of bikini panties. So over the muff region (laughs) it says the freedom issue and the band of the panties which are white cotton is red, white, and blue. And it looks almost like she's wearing men's underwear. Yeah,
1: it kind of looks like um, I would think like Hanes or like Calvin Klein just sort of traditional sort of like what are they? Briefs? Is that what they're called? Yeah, they look like
2: briefs. Yeah. And there's like water on her and she, it's like, there's, like, little droplets of water, like, clinging to the peach fuzz of her body. Oh, and mm-hmm. she Great has photo. her left hand tucked into her panties as if she's about to drop them.
1: And it's also kind of, I mean, sure, that's, like, definitely, like, a I'm pulling down my panties gesture. Yeah. But it's also kind of, like... That's how dudes stand sometimes with their hands in their jeans like that. Yeah, you know? it's a
2: really rigid hand. It reminds me of the, like, Al, uh, Al Bundy married with children when he would stick his hand on the front of his pants. Oh, ew, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was this thing. He'd sit on the couch with his hand on the front of his pants. That sounds really
1: inappropriate.
2: And that's just what it was. That's Weird. what it reminds me huh. of. Is like when guys yeah, like her are chilling like... and they just, like, hold themselves yeah. on the sofa. Yeah, totally. But it's to the
1: side. Right, It's it's not, she's not, like, touching her this region she's touching like the side of her hip yeah 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 you're right actually now that I look at again it's a really rigid hand yeah it's a rigid hand and like the whole hand is under the panties it's not just for some reason I thought that it was like the thumb only but it's like the whole hand is under there
2: yeah Uh, so it's not actually like no woman takes her panties off no woman takes
1: her panties off we
2: grab the top and pull down yeah we don't stick our hand (laughs) down our (laughs) pants and no I don't even know how I would take off my panties with this pose no I don't think it's possible yeah. I think it is. I think it's just not what we do. Yeah, it's not what we do. Okay, so that's the cover. So that's the cover. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to read the um the articles in here. I'm just going to look at it aesthetically. Oh, yeah. so the inset is uh for muscle cars. There you go. The future of muscle. There's a two-page ad for uh the Dodge Charger. And it's red and black and white. It sort of looks like a Barbara Kruger. Oh, it kind of does. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That font. Yep. Big Helvetica bold. Exactly. Um, And then the next ad is for um, Playboy body spray.
1: Ooh, didn't know that existed.
2: So if you want to get this chick, you need a Dodge Charger and this (laughs) body spray. Exactly. Um,
1: Contributors... And it's like the freedom. It's like all these comedians, which yeah. I just think it's so. I mean, I love comedy. You are a comedian. Chelsea Handler. Yeah, there's course. a couple ladies in there. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. Handler. She's good. She's no, great. No, she's funny. I like her. Okay, so
2: um, cut to, apparently this is maybe what the model on the cover looked like
1: is the that the same her, panties yeah i don't
2: think it's the same panties no this looks like a swimsuit that the top is down oh uh, okay and she's kind of leaning forward and she's backlit what am i gonna say i'm going into too much detail here no i think it's good mm, yeah yeah brooke power that's who it is okay i she's don't know got kind that of is. like a what would you how would you describe her look She's Um, kind of exotic, but, like, hipster and girl next door. She's hipster,
1: girl next door. She has bangs and short hair. Yeah, she's a little boho with her bracelets. She's
2: got a crop and bangs.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, some graphic details behind her, which looks like she, like, could be in, like, a geometric teepee or something.
2: Or the cement factory lofts. What's that? Downtown in uh, MacArthur Park.
1: You're probably right. It's probably there. I don't know. Yeah. Um... In general, you'll get to it, but in general, I found the models, I kind of liked the models in here. I thought that they were sexy and that the editorials were shot tastefully and that the women depicted were not completely unrealistic pictures of overly thin women. Some of them are like super thin, but that's to be expected. But some of them were just, like, sexy women. But it didn't, like, it didn't feel gross. Like, some yeah. issues of Playboy I've looked at, and I'm like, ugh, or, like, other sexy magazines. Or just even fashion magazines. I'm like, ugh.
2: Yeah, I'm not This woman looks like she's going to die
1: and, like, is trying to be sexy in this gross way, and I don't like it. Yeah. But, like, I think that these editorials, I really liked, I liked the photography a lot. I, I had glowing reviews.
2: Hmm. There's an interesting, so then the next article is about Grilling, and then there's an article about beer, and there's some weird homoerotic shit in here too. Oh, really? Like, I didn't catch that. Do you think this guy's pants are really tight? The guy's pants are really they're really tight, tight
1: and they're red. <laughs> <laughs> Untuck
2: it. <laughs> it's oh, it's
1: those shirts that are meant to be worn untucked. Yeah, guys. but
2: that's an ad in a man's sex magazine, and yeah. the guy that's in the ad, the pants are really tight. Yeah,
1: they are really tight, and he's in front of a car, but doesn't really look like he's engaging with the car in a way that he yeah. like understands what that it it's is about yeah a big dinosaur i don't know that's different right just i do yeah, that's
2: different this is so, don't you find this kind of, sort of homoerotic too that's super homoerotic like he's a very pretty
1: he's a very pretty thin man dressed really well leaned up against like a donut or
2: something yeah like a donut pool toy what's that an ad for moods of norway the fashion
1: line oh the fashion line yeah yeah these men in here are very asexual and like possibly just look gay maybe which this i think is, is cool maybe it's turning into like yeah, More men and women. I don't know. Just or like maybe everybody maybe can read this magazine. An article about Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, because she's in that new show. Maybe. An article about uh, Sausage Party. <laughs> Sweet.
2: And then they get to the comedy stuff.
1: The comedy stuff is God like the whole it. article. James and
2: Franco again. I know.
1: I know. God. Let's not hate on the magazine. Just Sorry. I'm them. just
2: like James so Franco. sick of Franco, I could puke. I know. I'm just like, get out of my everything.
1: (laughs) But like the other thing that's funny is that I was really expecting more naked women earlier in the issue. Like this is already like you're halfway through and there's been like one Hmm. semi-nude woman in the front and that's it. The rest of it has been ads and then articles. I haven't even seen a nipple. There's no nipples. Yeah it's like very article heavy which again I know that that's Playboy's reputation is like and that's like the joke is like, oh, we're rooted for the articles. But actually, it's like the articles are good.
2: Yeah, like so far, the most sexual thing is these paper cutouts. Paper cutouts of, of people having
1: sex in different positions, which is like yeah. really aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And like, oh,
2: and there's like, yeah, there's like, there's guys and girls and girls and girls and guys and
1: guys. I would like to go see that show at an art gallery.
2: I would too. Those images are great. Dude, I should totally write for
1: them. You boy. should totally write for them.
2: Yeah, there's an article about abortion, right? Damn, guys. I know. Yeah, this is... Okay, so here. Here's an actual picture of a woman. Okay. She's wearing star tights with, like, a little uh, sort of, like, tiny, tiny bondage belt. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she has on two pearl rings and she's holding her hands over her nipples and she's biting her bottom lip she's biting her bottom lip and she's wearing a liberty crown and she's wearing a liberty crown but you can't see
1: anything really
2: there's a lot of like no innuendo. and it's very playful it's very yeah. like
1: it's but not like i mean sure i guess sexually playful because she's like naked and holding her boobs but it's very like silly you it's know silly it's silly yeah like, if I was trying to be sexy and, like, send, a, like, a sexy sext to someone, I wouldn't ever send a photo like that. Like, it's, like, much more playful, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, I it's not know. even, like, I see more in Instagram about Burning Man than I've seen in Playboy so far.
1: In terms of nudity and, like, yeah. sexy stuff? Yeah. Totally. Yeah,
2: it's great. I'm liking it. Right? Are we yeah. liking it? Interesting. I know. I mean, I that's, pro- that's pretty that goes kind of a next level but yeah not she's really. got her tongue out and she's like kind it's of the leaning pose back. of the tongue yeah yeah it's like a really
1: yeah it's <laughs> highly suggestive highly suggestive yeah wait flip to the back and look at some of the other um, yeah, like, scantily clad, really clad women oh, the, oh they're in the back pages they're in the or not like the back, but like you were gonna get to them next
2: oh yeah so now there's a whole thing about the model that's on the cover Mm-hmm. it's not even scantily clad it's like not even barely. that bad, right? Okay, and like the one, photography is the nice. The most naked she gets, you get to see the curve of her butt, and she's laying down on the grass, so you can't see anything right. else. Right, and it's
1: like backlit. Like it's backlit. I think, yeah, yeah. I would totally, like, take photos for Playboy. It's all about the details, though, because like this right. one,
2: it's all about the pants. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, you can yeah. kind of like see the outline of her yeah. vagina. Yeah, because yeah. she's got like no butt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> like, some more butt. The girl. inner
1: thigh gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey,
2: what? How does that happen? This yeah. is great. It's okay. great though. Yeah. yeah. Overall, All right. There's some more, but like yeah. they're not.
1: But like also, I feel like the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated oh. is like a bazillion times more derogatory of the butt shot of the her running. The centerfold. Oh, let's see the centerfold.
2: Oh, it's three pages. Oh,
1: I guess centerfold.
2: Oh, it's so copper tone baby. It's
1: so cute. It's she the is. The she's totally baby. the copper tone baby, like walking away from us, and you can see her butt, and she's yeah. like looking over her shoulder. But, like, she's so cute. She's yeah. so cute and innocent and, like, makes me think about sex. But, like, sex between, like, young kids who are, like, just figuring out what sex is. You yeah. know? It's, like, very innocent and sweet. I think it's... I like yeah, it. And she's got, great. like, a... In the other photo, right next to the centerfold, she's got, like, a an army jacket with, like, patches on it. It's, like, very... I don't know. It's very yeah, sweet.
2: Totally. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Right? It looks like they didn't even, like... I'm looking at her butt really closely. Did they, like, retouch out some cellulite? It doesn't look like they did. That's awesome. There's definitely some, like... Oh, yeah. She's... They didn't... She's got, like, veins on her thighs, like a real woman. And there's definitely some little, like, creases. Way to go. Yay, playboy. I'm into it. Yeah. Me too. Okay. I have to say, like, I definitely... Aren't you surprised? Well, I am and I'm not. I mean... I guess so. Yeah. Definitely, like, so, like, at the beginning of the hour, we were saying that, like... You know, like, one of the things I do for my male friends often is that, like, on their birthday, like, usually when they turn 40, Mm -hmm. I buy the issue of Playboy that was, like, out the year they were born. Such
1: a good idea. Love that idea.
2: Most guys love it. Yeah. But it's it's really interesting because it's, like, it's totally graphic. Like, you see everything in the 70s. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I feel like the older ones, and maybe that's because sex was more sort of stigmatized at that time and so it was more sort of risque to have the sort of full vagina showing and all these yeah. things you know because i feel like old playboys are much more like like a lot more nudity and like more sort of like sexy 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 yeah, they're you know much like, more like now it's just like oh it's like good photography and the girls are kind of real looking and you know yeah and it yeah. seems like it's more about
2: like erotica and less mm-hmm. about like just getting it on. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. Like oh, but maybe sorry, that's I think I interrupted you. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's a whole yeah. conversation happening around like all of these new like uh spiritual practices yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And it's like like I was thinking, I'm such a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly such oh, a hippie. Beyond. I know but me too. But th- I have, I do have this idea that like eventually <laughs> like we become very empathic towards one another. That like mm-hmm. that that empathy and building a greater sense of empathy for one another is the thing that's going to be like where the world ends. I don't believe we're gonna erupt into flames
1: and chaos. I like that version. The the empathy version. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. And I think
2: that like um like, maybe that's why these are more erotic and less like sexy because we're getting mm-hmm. more freedom with like emotional expression and expression mm-hmm. of love and sexual expression. And,
1: mm-hmm. you know, yeah,
2: maybe that's just my privileged position, though, too.
1: How was that privilege? I don't think that's I don't privilege. Know. No, I think that's just try to be aware of it. Yeah, well. true. Yeah, no, I think that that makes sense to me, though. Yeah. Yeah. And wait, what did you say? So you think that in general when you buy the issue of Playboy that was from the person's birth year for your guy friends, they usually love it? Sometimes
2: they love it. Sometimes they're really shocked by it.
1: Because it's such a like flashback so in graphic. time and history. Oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah like
2: yeah. one of my friends was like, Oh oh. Like and where I do I keep like, this but in you my have house? pornography. And he was yeah. like, Yeah, but and i was like this is like it's not about the pornography it's about like a historical context and like yeah. all these things mm-hmm. and they're just like uh, i don't know maybe i need a guy to have a further conversation <laughs> with me about <laughs> yeah it.
1: yeah i know i'd be curious i should uh maybe i should I buy have. the next issue and like have a guy co-host and like see what his thoughts are yeah i would That'll be, be really curious to know yeah uh, like maybe if they'd they're comfortable the like
2: looking at it with you
1: Oh, that would be so silly. But yeah, you never yeah, know. It's Maybe it's not
2: even like yeah. Huh.
1: Also, I'm gonna subscribe because it's only fifteen dollars when you subscribe, which and is you crazy. Paid 10 and I one? paid ten for one. Wow. Um. And I was uh telling my boyfriend that I was gonna subscribe because it was such a great deal, and he just like laughed at me and was like,
2: "You're gonna subscribe?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, looked at a playboy, I'm looking to blue. You have funny. to keep them
2: <laughs> on the back of the toilet in a yeah. stack, like every guy in the uh, '80s did. Yeah, totally. Like I remember my <laughs> uncle had his own basement. Like oh office god. and yeah. his own basement bathroom, and oh there was god. a stack
1: of Playboy's on the back of the bathroom. Oh, I would be the coolest girl. I'm you totally gonna like, do that. Oh
2: my god, I have <laughs> Playboy's. The articles. I mean, this is sounds like a cliche, but the
1: articles, articles are, are really, really good. good. I know, right? <laughs> oh man well i'm glad we did that i think i'll have to make that a regular reoccurring segment of the show be so like, stay tuned i got that new issue guys. <laughs> also that one's about i think it's probably about two or three weeks old so there is going to be a next one um coming out They will be just in time for the next episode so rush out to the newsstand if you want rush oh i know yeah the freedom issue is out now okay, okay. well it's time so i guess we have to say goodbye. And do you have anything else to say closing our uh our discussion on love um, and eras and relationships and Playboy and all these things. I think we're good. Okay, cool. Like bell is tolling. Oh, I know the bell is tolling. Okay, great. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on. It was great to have your beautiful face to discuss these things with. Um, I will be back in two weeks on Wednesday at 11 a.m and you can, oh, I'm trying to get better about telling people where to find Soulfriend. You can go to K-Chung, I mean, you're probably listening online now, but you can go to kchungradio.org, click on archive, search for Soulfriend. You can also go to um, soulfriendradio.tumblr.com, and I have Tumblr with some photos, and then I have all the um, episodes linked there. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Soulfriend Radio. Those are all the places. Okay. I'm going to play a song and then we will be out of here. Have a good day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.